0: Welcome back to a quick timeout. The summer months are wrapping up. If you're a high school coach, by this point, you're all finished with your time with your players. It's also the end of the summer workouts for college basketball teams as well. But before everyone was completely off to the fall, I wanted to have someone on to give you all a recap and also an inside look at what summer workouts look like at the Division One level. On this episode, my friend coach Matthew Mossman is going to join the show. Coach Mossman has been an assistant coach the past five years at an NCCAA school in Oklahoma, but this past spring he accepted a position as a graduate assistant for the Oklahoma Sooners men's basketball team. They just recently completed their workouts with their players, so he has a lot of great insights on things that maybe you all could steal for future summers. I really enjoyed hearing how Coach Kruger does things there at Oklahoma, and I think you'll really find this episode to be both enjoyable and helpful. Joining us today is Coach Matthew Mossman, who's in his first year as a graduate assistant for the Oklahoma Sooners men's basketball staff. Coach, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you having me. Now, you went from being an assistant coach on a staff where the team had won three of the last four national titles at your level to now being a graduate assistant there at Oklahoma. What made you decide to make that jump?
1: You know, I've, I've always had aspirations uh, and a goal of mine has always been to coach at the Division I level. Um, And so, you know, just just kind of the right opportunity and the right timing, Uh, being a single guy with no family and uh, can be a little bit can be a little bit selfish in that sense. Um, I had a great time at Randall in five years. Um, Obviously, we had some great success due to a lot of really good players. I'm forever grateful to Mark Berkoff for giving me the opportunity, but uh, just kind of saw it as opportunity and, and something that was almost too good to pass up.
0: So you and I were talking before we got on here. And your time there at Oklahoma, although it's been short, you guys have done a whole lot. A lot of that has to do with the new rules now with the NCAA and how much you can have, the contact you can have with your players during the summertime. And you guys just recently finished your NCAA allotted time with those players. And uh, although a lot of our listeners aren't at the college level, I thought maybe some of the specifics that you share with us over the next few minutes could give coaches some ideas maybe for the future with their off seasons, with their guys, some things maybe that they could do. So if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're allowed eight weeks and four hours a week with those guys, right?
1: That's correct, and they get uh, four hours in the weight room as well, so it ends up being eight
0: hours total. We've talked uh, with Coach Jay McCauley over at Wofford, and, and they do some stuff with their guys, um, some team stuff, and then they'll do some competitions with them the last part of practice. And I know some places will do small group workouts in those four hours, but what do you all do when it comes to those four hours each week? What do they look like? And over the course of those eight weeks, does that schedule stay the same or does it change or what all is going on during that time?
1: Right. So we'll, we'll typically go either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And we're just going three days a week and we'll go for about, you know, we won't even use the whole four hours. We go for about an hour and 10 each day. Um, and, and, you know, being new, I'm not sure if that has to do with um, the amount of new guys and things we've got going on schedule wise, but what we'll do on a daily basis is, is all team stuff. We know we don't, we don't really break down and do individuals as much as, you know, there might be some guard post breakdown in practice in terms of shooting or, or a defensive drill or something, but, um, the whole team's on the floor together. And and I think that that's been really beneficial for us because of all the new guys we have on this roster. Um, you know, we only have three guys returning that played meaningful minutes last year. And there's uh, two, two red shirt kids who sat out last year and they'll be able to play this year. And then there's, um, you know, there's seven newcomers. We have five freshmen and, and two Juco transfers. So just trying to get the whole, the whole team chemistry thing together and, you know, just the whole family aspect of it together. I think that's why we do so much team stuff. But, but it's been really good. Um, there's been a lot, of, a lot of progression, a lot of competitiveness, uh, guys going at each other because there's all kinds of spots on the line. But um, it's been interesting because I've seen other programs, you know, and everyone's different. Whether they do, they're doing individuals or, you know, these three at this time, these four at this time. Having the whole team down there together,
0: it's it's been a lot of fun. You've probably seen this your time before being there at Oklahoma, but I'm interested at the D1 level, at a Power 5 conference school, the players that are coming in as freshmen, what is the biggest thing, the biggest difference you see from those guys coming in versus a guy that's been there like two or three years? Is it the obvious stuff like, you know, size, strength? Um, is it like the little small details of them knowing how to play? Like, What's the biggest thing that those freshmen are going to have to do and learn over the next few weeks, the next few months to be able to be key contributors or even just, you know, minor contributors on the team this year?
1: Yeah, you know, I I think the biggest difference between new guys and and older guys is is obviously is obviously strength. Um, You know, the the college weightlifting program compared to a high school weightlifting program or even a a JUCO weightlifting program, it's going to be a little bit different, a little more high intensity and, um, you know, just a little bit higher intellectual and all that. But, but the big thing with our guys, I think it's the speed, just the speed of the game and, and not just on the court, but the speed of how much, you know, how much learning there has to be on a daily basis, whether that's new lingo or or just the style in terms of what Coach Kruger wants out of them. And um, But but it, to me, to just seeing it visually on the court, it's definitely the speed of things. And I think, you know, we talk about on the court, but also, you know, having to manage so much throughout the day, rather that's them going to weights, going to practice, um, going to class, going to their tutor, going to their study hall, whatever it is. You know, it's just there's not a lot of downtime. And so I think that's the big adjustment for the new guys.
0: When you all are preparing during these summer months, is the majority of the time spent on one side of the ball versus the other? Would you say it's kind of the same? Like what's the emphasis that your coaching staff is putting on those times of 5-on-5 competitions?
1: Yeah, um, you know, there's, there's been a, a lot of offensive concepts, a lot of offensive keys, you know, teaching teaching the guys what certain things mean, certain lingo is. But, you know, one of the big things that I've noticed with this group is, is Coach Krueger's brought in Jim Molinari, who spent the last five years in Nebraska. And, you know, he's been a head coach at Western Illinois, and and, and, he's, and he's, he's won over 300-odd games in his head coaching career. And he, and he preaches defense. Eh? He's on the floor every day screaming. Um, at the defense only. I don't know if I've heard him say one thing offensively in our in our eight weeks. It's, he's always screaming five is one. He's always screaming get to the midline, get to the X. And uh, he's he's brought a defensive culture to this program that that I think is needed. It's it's caused a great balance because I think Coach Kruger's you know for sure one of the best coaches in the in the day right now, but definitely one of the best offensive lines.
0: Speaking of Coach Kruger, one of the things you told me previously was that Coach Kruger really lets the graduate assistants in on a lot of what they do you know to the to the amount that the NCAA allo- allows but what does a typical day look like for you during these months these summer months and even during these workouts
1: sure well you know let me just say you know coach Kruger I, I think if, if you ever asked somebody to say something negative about coach Kruger that you, you would hear crickets because the, the guy's so genuine and and you know that's not just talk you can you know, it's an open door policy whether that's you know an open practice or, or you know his door is always open to his office and he's very welcoming and very engaging and Um, you know, always, always seeks insight from other people. And um, he's been, he's been so much fun to be around in in my short time so far, but a a daily routine for for us as GAs, there's two of us, myself and Will McNeil, who played at Washburn, played division two ball and played overseas and was a really good player. We do a lot of video work. There's a lot of video work and what we need to do. And, but, but in terms of a daily schedule, it might be to sit in on the film session with the coaches in the conference room or sitting on a recruiting meeting, which obviously we, we keep pretty mum in those. It's just a learning opportunity. But um, we deal a lot with our video coordinator, Will Saxon, who does a, who does a phenomenal job. And um, we kind of work as a team with us three in terms of anything video the, guy, the coaches need, whether that's cutting clips of our players um, or recruiting or anything like that.
0: I'm planning in future episodes to talk a little bit more about scouting and video and especially there at the Division 1 level. I know a lot of people are interested to know what all goes in into that. How do you all use the video whether it's with players individually? I don't know if you if you during the summer months do a lot with them watching video or is it mostly with the coaching staff? And when it comes to if it is with the coaching staff when it comes to putting together the clips, what's coach Kruger and the staff asking you guys to spend the time on putting together and really highlighting in those film sessions?
1: Right. So, th- so there's a lot of one-on-one individual film sessions with the coach and player. Uh, right now we don't do too much team film because, you know, that, that would count towards our, our hour together on the court. And so I think, you know, I've been, I've known this program for a long time. and been around these coaches for a long time that I know that we will watch film for 20 to 25 minutes before every practice during the school year. You know, th- we'll, we'll sit in a, a conference room and, and we'll be just be watching film and, you know, c- coaches running it and, and there might be something that pops up that the assistant coach wants clipped. And so we'll write that down, what we want clipped. But, you know, we, we really look at a lot of things. We'll look at, you know, if a guy has bad body language on the court or um, just lazy plays. Or, and, but the nice thing is, I think a lot of times people see film and they always see it as a negative thing to point out the negative. But what what I've learned from coaches is he'll point out a lot of positive things, too. And we'll pull we'll pull a lot of clips that are positive so we can, so we can show the guys, you know, well, hey, this clip wasn't so good. We need to learn from it. But if you look at this clip right here, you know you did a really good job. And, and that's something that I think gets lost in the art of film. I think as coaches, we always we always go into a film room thinking about, you know, let's point out everything we did
0: wrong instead of pointing out some things that we did really well as well. The summertime is over now. You've had your film sessions. You've had your workouts, weight room. Looking back on it, what what's the biggest progress do you think has been made either at a team level or at an individual level?
1: As a team, I, just, I think that, we were so raw and so you know we were still learning so much early on. You know this group, this group of our guys really progressed over the eight weeks. You know we had most of our guys all throughout June. We had a couple join us in July, but seeing you know I think we've had we've had eleven or twelve guys on the court that have constantly came in every day, competed every day, and and I think that not only have they gotten so much better on the court, but the, this group, this group of guys has gotten better as a team. Um, and, and you see that when you walk through the halls and they're always together, they're laughing in the locker room, whatever it is. Um, It's been, it's been a lot of fun to be around.
0: So that was the team, but you personally, you haven't been there too long, but like we said, beginning, you've been there long enough, you know, through these summer months that you've spent time with the staff, with the players, what's one or two things, maybe two of the best things that you've picked up since your time there at Oklahoma?
1: You know, I think, I think just everything I've been able to learn from coach Kruger so far, Um, such a culture guy, such a family guy. Uh, one, one of the neatest things we do in between each drill is, is we're all, we always huddle as, as a group together. You know, we'll never go from a drill to the next drill without meeting together. And there's a lot of breakdown. There's a lot of, you know, if we do two possessions, it's, it's play the two possessions, go back to the coaching staff, go back to the huddle. And he's always teaching. He's, he's constantly teaching. He's constantly making guys making guys better. And um, I think a thing that, that gets away from Coach Kruger is you don't, you don't see a lot of intensity in him if you're from afar. But if you're up there in those huddles, you you see it, especially if a guy's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, it it
0: comes out. And he, he definitely still has it in that aspect. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much, Coach, for joining us today. I appreciate you having me. Just really quickly, if you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms so your show actually gets heard. You can even make money from your podcast, no matter the size of your audience. It really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and share the podcast with your coaching friends to help us grow the game. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out.